Welcome to another Mother Runner. This is Sarah in Portland. And this is Dimity in the big D-E-N-V-E-R. How, how you doing today, SBS? I'm I'm good. I hear that you have a tennis match this evening, Dimity. <laughs> I do, I do. <laughs> what is it going to be? Like forehand like a mother? Someone make a joke, right? Serve like a mother? Right. Volley like a mother? Yeah. Um, yes, yes. I decided to go back to my good old Orno High School roots um, and pick up a tennis racket. Um Mostly, I played in high school. Uh, you might you might have heard that I was the co-captain my senior year. Did did that make national news? Um, you know, Tim, I think I don't think we've ever realized that we both played tennis in high school. That's crazy. Oh well, there you go. Oh my gosh, it's crazy that we were both tennis players in high school and rowers in college. College, there you go. I didn't know that. Did you play like growing up, or did you take it up as a? Sport I took it up as a uh, in summer after my sixth grade. And, oh, okay. um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, I'll let you finish your story in a second, but I do have to say that the, so I grew up in Fairfield County, which is in Connecticut, a very affluent, um, County, the town that I grew up in is not affluent or wasn't at the time. And so that we would just would get creamed by these kids who had just been born with tennis rackets in their hands, you know, like Greenwich and Darien and New Canaan high and all these very she, sure. she Tony places. And the only time Stanford high ever won, um, meet or whatever was when I was off getting my driver's license. <laughs> <laughs> and so maybe i should not have been ranked number one at my high school maybe just saying um yeah so yeah, yeah. so so let's hear about you and and how well, you've rediscovered it well yeah i mean i just decided that yeah i mean mostly because my foot is you know i'm still in that three to five mile range i i'm not gonna push it and it doesn't feel good to push it so i'm not gonna do that um and um and so I was like, okay, I just need, I need, I just, and I was craving um, community, you know? I mean, even though I've got this great set of runners, I haven't, I haven't run with any friends around here for, I mean, I, I don't even know the last time I went on a group mm. run, you know, people got injured, um, people, and then, well, I mostly got injured. And then, you know, my good friend, Laurel has plantar fasciitis issues. It's just one of those things where like everyone just kind of scattered. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was like, okay. And, and so I belong to this you know, it's like a local pool kind of club mm-hmm. and, um, it has, so it has tennis courts and, and, uh, so for like the past, I don't know, three years, four years that we've, we've gone there, I've always seen like the, the teams and, you know, I, I don't really watch the match play, but then I'm like, Oh, they all have like wine and brownies after and sit around <laughs> and talk. That's what I want. I, want I can wine. do that. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm good at that. And I can, you know, I have a skirt I can wear. Like I, I, I can do this. So, so yeah, so I signed up and um, it's, it's been interesting. I mean, you know, there's a lot of, uh, well, a lot has changed. I mean, I really haven't, I mean, I played a match, um, gosh, two, two or three weeks ago. Um, and that, and I realized it was my first match in 25 years. I mean, Ooh. I graduated from high school in 1990 and that's the last time I played a real match. Uh-huh. So um, 25 years, that's a long time. Um, <laughs> you know, with like, uh, you know, maybe I've, I've been to a couple, we have like, you know, team practices and. I did like one kind of group lesson, um, but I feel like a lot has changed. Like, like there's, it used to be like, you know, there's a no man's land and you're not supposed to, you're either, you're either at the baseline or you're at the net. Yeah. Yeah. But in fact, you know, um, no man's land right around the service line is like a great place to be, especially mm-hmm. at the level that, that I'm playing at now, which is, you know, people are not walloping ground strokes back and forth. There's a lot of, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> off the frame shots or, you know, not quite as deep as they thought it was going to go. And so you're like <laughs> kind of standing, you know, more in the middle of the court, which oh. has just been an interesting change. And, um, and so, some wait other stuff I have to ask, stuff. are you playing singles or doubles? 
Well, both. I mean, and so I'm on a team of, I don't know how many women there are, probably 10 of us. Um, and, um, and so for the matches, there's two singles and three doubles. So mm -hmm. I've only played one match so far. Um, it did not go very well. I decided my, I mean, it's just, it's just a lot of, like I said, uh, it's the, the game has changed a little bit and also just getting my body back into those movements, like sure. my serve. I mean, so the first game of my first <laughs> The very first game of my first match, I double faulted the whole thing. I was like, it was partly nerves, but it was partly like, okay, I just got to like, you know, you know, I mean, when we were in high school, like we practiced every day, right? Sure, and now yeah. I practice, you know, I mean, it's been, it snowed here on Mother's Day. Like that was our practice day. You know, I mean, it's just the weather hasn't been super cooperative yet. So, I mean, I'm You're I'm not probably... out there in your driveway, you know, like practicing <laughs> yeah, serves yeah. against the garage door. I, I could be. I could be. I broke many a window doing that when I was young. God, I used um, to love to hit against a, a you know, backboard or just a yes, cement yes, wall. Oh, my totally. gosh. I would do that for hours. Yes. Yes. I love that, too. And um, so anyway, so it's it, it, it's a. Uh, so I have my first, a second match tonight and it doubles again. Um, so we'll see how it goes. I mean, I feel better about things. You know, I'm, I'm always so much better in practice than I am in a match. For some reason, I get really tentative in a match and I just, you know, like shots that I would totally take in practice and just be like, let's just see, you know, and in, in, in a match, I'm like, oh, let's get it back. Like these little mousy shots, you know, that well, in the actuality, they don't even go in because I'm like not even swinging. I'm just kind of like pushing the ball, you know? Well, I have to say, Dimity, that reminds me, it's, it might be a leap a little bit, but it reminds me of at the retreat when we did the, the songs that all the uh, participants had to make up and then finally they turned the tables on us. The organizers were like, okay, you guys have 20 minutes to make up a song. And we had the topic and it was, uh, we're not going to take your stupid advice. And so we get all huddled together and we're making up <laughs> lyrics and you were on fire in that you were just firing off the most clever rhyming things it was oh mother yeah oh mother you're so fine oh mothers you're so fine you're so fine you blow my mind hey mothers yeah. hey runners yes. and then uh, and then we break into a song like uh a verse but the thing about it was is i didn't I, okay I, I made those up and then i had no time to practice oh i and know but, I, but and i'd had like two pretty strong beers. Too. Oh, I know, so but you were just... practice and like my head is already a little whirly. And I like... know, but you were so awesome in the practice. I was just, I mean, I was in awe of you. I was in absolute <laughs> awe. I was building a shrine to you. I was so in awe of you. And, you know, I came up with like one okay rhyme, like, and you came up with just lyric after lyric. And then we get in front of the crowd to perform it. And you're like a record, like stuck in a groove and you couldn't get past it. And I'm like, where'd she go? Where'd the genius go? So. She's, she's pushing the ball back across the court. It's not going to even go in. Yeah, yeah, no, I definitely, so I definitely I, had some stage fright there. Yeah, yeah no, so I, I can, really I can good. I think that's a very good um, analogy. It's like I'm, I'm really good at, uh, you know, putting it together. And if I can practice, then mm -hmm. I can really do it. But I got to be, you know, to actually hit, to, to hit the ball full out, I got to have a little practice. Yeah, to, hit the, to, to practice. hit the winners, you have to have to a hit little practice. hit the winners, yeah. 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 yeah, so anyway. Oh, my God. So, because I, bring, I bring back all these habits. Like when I... When I was playing in high school, I always talked to myself in the third person. Like I'd, oh. I'd screw up, hit the ball, and I'd be like, oh, Dimity McDowell. And like all of a sudden I'll be like, <laughs> you know, the other night I was like, oh, Dimity McDowell. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Oh, and then the funny, uh, you know. Because Dimity's not enough. You have yeah, to say your last name, Dimity too. Dimity McDowell. I do the whole thing. And then I got, the funny thing was, and it wasn't funny to our opponents, but I kind of had to bite my cheeks, was we were playing um, you know, like I said, we were playing doubles. We we lost. We put up a good, good, uh, good. I think it was like six, three, seven, five. So we put up a oh, yeah. a, a decent fight. Mm -hmm. um, but 
I get so excited, especially when my partner makes a good shot that I'll be like, um, when she hits it, I say, nice shot. Oh. Um, and that's before, like, I guess oh. there are, ru- <laughs> I guess there are rules in tennis <laughs> and, um, there is a rule that you cannot talk. You can talk when the ball is coming towards you. So oh. like, if I would say mm-hmm. like, get it or watch yeah, out sure. or high lob or whatever, mm-hmm. but if it's going away from you, you're not supposed to talk. Oh, and when my partner the other night, Ashley, um, hit good shots. I just, you know, it's like, I'm at a running race. Like, good job. Keep going. Like, you know, like, <laughs> of course, you know? And, um, and so I did that twice in, uh, one of our opponents was not happy with it. And I, I get it. I, but I also like, you know, we are so far from even like, yeah, you're not, any, you're not going to dominate yeah, them. Yeah. Number two doubles at a random community court. I mean, <laughs> come on, you know, like, but I get it. And, um, and then the second time that I did it, she's like, I'm going to call a lot on you the next time you do that. And I was <gasps> like, okay, okay. So they're not, not only am I like not swinging and totally nervous and double faulting. And now I'm like, oh my God, now I've got to watch my mouth, you know? <laughs> and, I, and I wasn't, you know, saying anything that was. Yeah. You weren't cursing it or something. No, yeah. I was just saying nice job or right. sweet or whatever, you know? Oh my like, goodness. Oh. So, oh, wait. It sounded like you needed a little bit of a filter maybe. Um, I mean, well, yeah, but it's just a lot. It's just a lot to think about. That's what, t- at the end of the day, tennis is a lot. To th- it is not running, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. There's just a lot, especially with a partner and, you know. And, I, and that's why I, that's, I mean, in addition to the wine and the brownies, that's kind of why I jumped in because, you know, you know, it's just good for your body and your mind to have to kind of, yes. you know, do something different. So yeah, Some new neurons building. Yeah. 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 We'll see. Well, I don't well, know. <laughs> well, but I also have to say that I, I, I see it sort of also from your opponent's point of view. I mean, here you are, you know, you are this six foot four stallion on the other side of the net and she's trying like, okay, I'm going to shut that big girl down. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I, I, and I get that. And I hit, I mean, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm good at the net. I mean, I'm, Oh, I have no doubt. In that, and then I'm, you know, I'm pretty good with my volleys and, um, and I hit her, I didn't hit her, but you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, you aim at their feet mm-hmm. and I, and I think I came too close to her and I should have apologized at the mm-hmm. very beginning and I didn't. And so I think that that kind of set the tone, which oh, was my goodness. bad. Um, so there's, you know, I, I'm just learning. I'm yep. getting back out there and I'm learning. <laughs> yeah. So I've got a learner's mind. And, uh, so I can okay. just, so I can just see I... the, I can see the yearbook photo now, you know, where you all are. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. So, well, to get the topic back to running, we are going to have a guest on our show today. It's Tish Hamilton. Her name might sound familiar. She joined us about two years ago, I think, uh, when she was talking about being a Boston squeaker. And so this time, Tish is going to be talking to us about her essay from Tales from Another Mother Runner, our new book. Tish is the executive editor of Runner's World and a veteran sports and fitness editor. Tish is also a mother runner of one elementary school daughter. But before we bring on Tish, let's hear from our sponsor. Hello, Tish Hamilton. How are you today? I'm doing well, thanks. Nice to hear from you, Dimity. Yeah, thanks. nice to hear from you too. And um, we are excited to have you back on and we're going to dive right into it and, um, you know, come up with a a question. We're just going to go right for the jugular. Um, so, uh, so your essay is about how running and your new best running friend got you through an unexpected divorce. Can you tell us how you landed on that topic? How I landed on the topic of writing about that? Um, yes. Yes. So I had been uh, on Twitter quite a bunch about uh, my fast teacher friend, which is what I call her because she teaches first grade in our local school. And she's faster than me. Um, and I think you may have seen it and asked me to write about the friendship. Uh, but you also told me not to write about divorce. 
And so, of course, I just said yes, because that's my, you know, that's my MO. I always say yes, and then I panic. <laughs> um, yeah. And, I I, and then the reason I panicked is because, you know, as I thought about it, this, this new friend, my fast teacher friend, was someone who I had met um, really specifically uh, right after um, my husband and I split up. And she... Uh, and I started running, like, when I moved into town, I moved, you know, out of our big house together and moved into a small house on my own with my daughter. And uh, as it happens, my daughter was in first grade. She was not in first grade with this teacher, but uh, in the classroom right next door. And her teacher kind of connected me with my fast teacher friend. She said, oh, you run marathons. You should you should meet this, um, you know, the, the woman on our team who's running bo- marathons. And then, as it happens, we were both running Boston that year. So we sort of connected, and it took us a while to get to know each other, um, uh, and um, then we started running together more and more frequently. That's great. You know, and actually, now that now I'm, I'm was this, a, this was what like, gosh, was it two years ago that this we started this out? I can't remember, but I remember that you wrote an essay, and you actually you didn't write about her. You wrote about I think a triathlete friend who said, let me know if there's anything I can do to help. And your response, which I loved, was that you're doing it right now. You guys were on a run together. And you said, oh, you're doing it right now. And um, Absolutely. No, I'm really lucky to have a lot of runner friends. That's, that's <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. And that's, and that's how, kind of where it started because I wanted to um, have you explore that relationship deeper about how, how great, you know, how great and how deep our relationships run with our running pals so um so that's how it started and then it it it, you know yes I let you (laughs) I didn't let you you wrote about divorce and um in it but it was it was really just a beautiful ode to to running friendships yeah yeah so I I figured I'd try to sneak it by you yeah exactly (laughs) I I don't read every word I edit you know there's 22 essays in the book that she wasn't paying close attention you'll never notice (laughs) um well, well, not to come back to the divorce topic, but I got to say that having been through my own, you know, didn't see it coming divorce, I know it's a sea of emotions. And so was writing the essay helpful in any small way to kind of sort through those emotions? And Yeah, you know, that's, that's really a, a great question because um, actually it was not helpful. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it was, it just, so it's now been four years since uh, Nina and I moved into our house uh, four years ago, exactly. And, um, and, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting how that, you know, it's in, a, in the bigger picture, my ex and I had been together for 20 years. Uh, four years is not that long, but it, um, uh, it really churned up a lot of emotions writing about it. And still, you know, even when I read it, I get choked up. Uh, um, it's, you know, it's a difficult, um, it's a difficult thing. But you, were, you were just talking about um, how important it is to have friendships during a time like this. And, you know, having, being able to have really intense conversations while you're running, you know, so you're both looking straight ahead, you know, the endorphins are flowing, and um, it, it brings up honesty and um, an opportunity, really, to have an un- uninterrupted conversation mm-hmm. um, that I think is it's a, real, it's a real gift and a blessing. And honestly, my running was not that terrific. Um, and, and, you know, four years later, I'm beginning to emerge and beginning to run a little bit better now. And, 
and so looking back, I'm like, oh, you know, you know, I, I did, I ran a lot of races, but I didn't run very well. Um, and because of, you know, the, the mental stress, you can't, you can, one can never discount the effects of that. But on the other hand, um, how great was it for me to be able to go out and, and run with people who were listening? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's like therapy on the road, right? Mm-hmm. Totally is. Because sometimes I think therapy is just being able to talk, you know, I mean, and just get it all out. I mean, that's, I think, I mean, my experience with it is, is that, you know, when do you got, when do you have the luxury of going for an hour and just letting it all just, you know, pour out of Absolutely. you? <laughs> Absolutely. And you, yeah, and you can do that on a run, you know, true. so. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, the thing is in today's world, we, you never have a, an hour uninterrupted conversation. It just doesn't happen. You know, if you try to go to like a restaurant, there's just stuff going on and people interrupting. And, yeah. you know, when you're out on the road, it's just, you know, just you and your friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, no and, phones, and, no uh, nothing. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I definitely find that come to a lot of conclusions or realizations that I wouldn't have had if I was just sitting in a restaurant or sitting out on my back porch having a glass of wine, something like that. It's there's something, the the blood gets moving and the, the emotions get flowing and it all sort of coalesces and it's like, oh, yeah, there's there's an epiphany I wouldn't have had otherwise or, a, you know, a way of looking at a perspective that I wouldn't have had otherwise. And, you know, and it's funny, we, we have um, more opportunities to run together more frequently now that my daughter's getting a little bit older and can sleep in and I don't have to worry about her, you know, in, in the house. Um, uh, and I save up stories. And, like, you know, I can't wait to tell my friend. You know, so this morning I had a big story I wanted to tell her. And I was like, as soon as I saw her, like, you know, we did our little preamble of what, what are we going to run, which way, you know, how is she, how did you sleep? I'm like, okay, enough of that. i got to tell you the story. <laughs> Kind of like Sarah and I on the podcast. I'm like, oh, I want to know about that, but save it because I want it to be fresh. So, yeah, no, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, there is just there those relationships. And I mean, you know, when women, um, we just encourage them so much to find them. And I know that sometimes they are hard to find. I mean, you kind of went out on a limb to find your your FTF, as we call her, right? Because she was, yeah, yeah. I mean, you had, you had the running connection, but you were a little intimidated by her speed because you looked her up and she was <laughs> cute and she was younger and... Right. And faster. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, the Internet tells all the secrets. Right. I mean, <laughs> is that stalkerish of me? Like whenever I meet a running person, I go right to the results and find out, you know, okay, how old are they? How fast are they? Can I run with them? Right. Yeah. I hate it when they <laughs> hate it when they run under like a different, you know, their married last name and they don't use that oh. socially or something. It's like, wait a minute. Marathon God can't find you for that marathon result. <laughs> yeah. Athletes, yeah. where are you? I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and it, and it definitely it wasn't like an instant, you know. I mean, she had running friends, and I had running friends, you know. So it's definitely something that's been four years now. It, you know, it, it built up over time. You know, we do one one run a week early on, like you know, every other week, and then it just mm-hmm. sort of started growing. And and we're very lucky in that we live a half mile from each other, so we can both leave our houses, you know, at the same time and meet. Mm-hmm. And we're lucky in that, you know, I, I'm always calling our fast teacher friend, but but I'm not that much slower than her. Our, you know, our paces are pretty close, mm-hmm. yeah. so um, it, it works out. You know, it works out really well for us. And it's a hard thing to find that combination. And you just said something interesting, Dimity, which What's was that? you used the word women, and you said women and their running friendships. And something interesting has been happening on our runs lately which is uh, um, there's a local dad mm-hmm. who, uh, who's a runner, and, you know, we know each other through the running club and stuff like that, and he's been um, joining us. Uh, he just sort of, you know, we live in the same neighborhood, so he just kind of 
was there one day. I'm like, oh, can I come with you? And what do you say? You can't say no, right? Oh, <laughs> no, I got a God. really good story to tell, and I don't want you to hear it. <laughs> yeah, well, that's so funny, Tish, that you say that, because um, one of the things that got left on the cutting room floor of Tales from Another Mother Runner is a similar story. I mean, it was a it was a woman, but she didn't have a, a, a best running friend, but this dad wanted to run with her and just kind of forced himself on her, and finally she had to break up with him, you know? And, and yeah. um you know, she was finally like, you know, I just really like to run alone, you know, and that's, and that's right. my time. And, um, yeah, I don't, I, well, I, I won't, I won't, um, I won't generalize. Well, yes, I will. <laughs> but I'm not sure that, I'm not sure that men are so sensitive to those relationships. I'm not sure that they, they get that it takes a little time to like sidle in and, and, yeah. and you have to be invited. <laughs> I mean, first of all, you gotta be invited, you know? So, so what have you done then, Tish? What's, what's been the development then? Like, has he gone on many runs with you? How's the rapport? Well, you know, it's it's been a, a few weeks now, and he shows up. Um, gosh, and, you know, I hope he doesn't listen to this. <laughs> we do have a few <laughs> male listeners, yeah, but he he shows up on on a, a couple of times a week, um, and he's a really nice guy. I, you know, I don't mean to say you know he he is a genuinely nice guy, but you know, as back to the therapy session, you know, you you have one therapist, you don't have two therapists. <laughs> right, this isn't group group therapy. <laughs> And and what is interesting is is um, and to make to make sweeping sexist generalizations how the conversation changes. So you know mm-hmm. I run up to meet my best teacher friend. We run about a mile before we run into him, and as soon as he joins, the conversation changes. Oh. Yeah. yeah, completely. No, it's like completely dramatically changes. Much more superficial, um, right? You're talking about like the weather and what's going on, and I mean maybe a little bit more, but it's not. You know, it's hard to dive deep. I think. Totally. Yeah. In the, in the diving deep, you know, it's like, that's, that's really, uh, um, yeah, that's, and, and in fact, I was having a conversation with a guy last night, um, a, a guy runner friend, and he has a runner friend who's also a guy, and he was, he totally got my story. He's like, yes, I get it. You cannot invite a third person in. It doesn't work. And he told me a story about himself and his friend, Terry, who's, who's a guy, and that he, they, he had invited a third man along to join him, and, and Terry was fuming. And like, afterwards, like, why did you invite him? <laughs> this is our special time to talk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, there's, there's some running group politics. There's BRF politics that you've got to, I mean, yeah. maybe, maybe we need to write a little code or something on our website and, you know, put it in a PDF file and you can, you know, mail it to him, you know, uh, anonymously or something. Right. Oh my goodness. Oh goodness. So, so Tish, why, why don't you dive in and start reading an excerpt from your essay? All right. You did ask me beforehand, you were like, but it's hard for me to not give asides and make comments while I'm, while I'm reading. So feel free to, you know, add in. That's the best part. We like those. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. So the essay that I wrote for you guys uh, in your book, um, and thank you very much for the opportunity of doing so, uh, was about running with my friend. And we trained together over the course of the winter for the Boston Marathon. It was a really difficult winter and it was, uh, you know, we had a lot of snow in the Northeast and um, cold mornings. Uh, but, um, and we ran the race together. No, not together. We were in the race. We were in the same race. <laughs> and, and I passed her, and then she came up and snuck up behind me. Uh, and anyway, here we go. If you've ever had a running buddy, you know how valuable she is. You don't ignore the alarm clock when she's meeting you on a dark and cold morning. 
the last miles of a long run aren't as painful when you're gossiping about your neighbors. On a run, it's easier to share embarrassing secrets and parse painful subjects because you're not looking directly into someone's eyes. Run with a good friend for many miles, and eventually, you'll reveal something you've never told anyone with the understanding that your secret is safe. What's said on the run stays on the run. Every divorcee will tell you how important friends are during the dissolution of her marriage. You lose a lot when you lose a partner, including the person with whom you've navigated every situation, big and small, at a time when you most need someone to help you steer your course, should you move closer to, to work or stay in the current school district, buy the house with the attached garage and a 1970s cabin kitchen or the newer kitchen and falling down garage. Queen bed or full? Decisions became paralyzing. Forward motion kept me going. Then I'm gonna. I went on in that, and and I talked about all my different running friends. And and I said, said earlier, I was so lucky to have so many different running friends. You know, I had a friend who was a social worker, and a friend who um, was a mom who would like who's a triathlete friend who, and she would like let me bring my daughter over and, and, and have a play date so I could go run, which is like so thoughtful and wonderful. I had the ultra runner friend was the one who was like, we were out on this three hour run. She's like, Oh, I wish I could help you. What can I do to help? I'm like, you're doing it right now. Uh, um, and, uh, you know, I had a friend who um, didn't didn't like to run in uh, rain with anybody ever. She likes to go solo, but she came out with me when we were on a beach vacation Um and then, and then I met uh, my fast teacher friend, and this is a little bit about what it was like when we first got together. So at first, I was vulnerable, cautious, and unforthcoming. Honestly, it was a relief not to have a shared past that had to be dissected and revised. Unlike my other running friends, she and her husband had not known X. So we didn't have to worry about divided loyalties or feel rueful about not having him around anymore. A brand new friendship allowed me to start the difficult task of shaping an identity independent of the past, a process made more endurable with a tonic of a run. And uh, that to me is the heart of the matter with this friendship. You know, she's my own friend. Uh, she never knew my ex-husband and her family didn't know my ex-husband. And, you know, so like, I feel like, you know, she's my little treasure, and, and he can't have her. <laughs> I love that, your little treasure. All right, that's all I got. Okay. Oh, that's all you got. You got, it's a, it's a, there's a lot more, but thank you for, um, for sharing that bit, and hopefully people are wanting to read more. Yeah. Um, Which they can read in your book. Right. Exactly. Right, there exactly. you go. It's called Tales from Another Mother Runner. Um, By the okay, book. <laughs> so, so you have so many running friends, uh, Tish, and I know that we know that you work at Runner's World, so obviously you kind of have placed yourself, you know, in the big, big pond of, of running people. But, I mean, do you have any advice for women on how to find their own best running friend? I mean, is there anybody, any good stories you've heard or anything that you've picked up along your, um, you know, your path way? Well, I would say, you know, how I made all my best running friends, um, honestly, was mostly through running clubs. So, I, again, like I was talking last night with a friend of mine from a running club when I lived in Hoboken, uh, in New Jersey, and um, I've been in like two or three different running clubs. I, I lived in Santa Fe for a year, um, and the first thing I did when I got there was joined a running club, um, and uh, and not so much because 
I mean, there are many different reasons. Obviously, you go there and there's like a big group of people who are all, you know, um, sizes and age range and pace range. And, and the, really the key thing is to find someone who's at your pace, you know, because there are plenty of people here at, at Runner's World. Obviously, there's lots and lots of people who run, but, but you pretty quickly find out who's in your pace because it's terrible if somebody is faster than you, mm-hmm. you know, too much faster, uh, um, because then you feel like a loser, basically, and it, you go out there killing yourself uh, trying to keep up, and that's not good. But it's also not great to run with someone who's so much slower than you that, it, that it's not a workout for you because then you get resentful. Um, so, and, it, and honestly, these things take time. Um, and, and the whole, like, when should we run together with this with fast teacher friend took us a good probably six months of, like, you know, running into each other and, like, oh, we should go for a run time. time. Oh, sure. You know, it's like one of those things that you say, right, until finally we go, okay, Saturday, <laughs> Saturday at 8. <laughs> nailing you down, woman, nailing you down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, it, go ahead. No, I, I think that's a good, I think that's a good idea. And I think, um, I mean, I, you know, you're a talented runner and you've run, you know, a gazillion marathons. And so I think the running club is a natural fit for you. But I also think, I mean, you know, this, you lived in Santa Fe like at least a decade ago, right? Or two. Oh yeah. It was 95, a long time 95. ago. 95. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, so that was a long time ago and I, running clubs have changed and I just really want to emphasize that with the shift of of running, you know, with the, with the way the races are populated and the fact that the middle of the pack is getting so much bigger and the back of the pack is getting so much bigger, so are running clubs, and they're trending that way too. So I want, you know, so if you're listening, you're like, oh, but I could never go to a running club. Mm-hmm. How oh, do you know until club- you try, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. The, our local running club uh, in, in my area right now, it's like, you know, it's the most social, friendly thing. I mean, we we are not competitive at all. It's about just going out and, you know, they're 10-minute pace, 11-minute pace, 12-minute pace. It's just going out and finding someone to run. You know, we have a little out-and-back path. It's, uh, it's eight miles total, and it's traffic-free, like, bike path. Uh-huh. And so you can do as much or as little of it as you want, you know, and it's just, like, super friendly. What you do find is, though, like, once you get into these, <laughs> you know, it's like, um, it's like, uh, almost like joining a cult, you know. <laughs> you start with a four-mile run, and then next week, you know, it's like, oh, let's add another mile, and next, week, you know, and it gets and it grows and grows, and then what? Then what happens? You know, you end up running marathons. <laughs> <laughs> so, and we should also point out that sometimes running clubs, you know, they they sometimes go by other names, like they're group runs put on by running yeah. stores, or they are training groups put on by local running groups or or by local running stores. So that, definitely, um, definitely. Know. There are a lot of them. And there's one actually here in, in uh, Mayas, which is where uh, Runner's World is located. That, you know, our local running store just has a, you know, show up and run on a mm-hmm. Tuesday night. Yeah. Um, and, and it's great, you know, and you just go and, and find your group and run and then come hang out afterwards. It's a lot of fun. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they also sometimes have beer afterwards or they'll have some giveaways. Yep. So it, they definitely make it um, worth your while in, in many different, you know, ways to go there. So, yeah. So, well, you mentioned, Tish, that, that Nina, your daughter, is now a few years older than when you became a single mom and that things are sort of changing a little bit, changing the dynamic of your how it affects your running. So how kind of talk about that, how um, having a slightly older child has changed your running equation 
as a single mom. Yeah, it's really, uh, you know, it's really awesome, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) Because she sleeps now, you know, she sleeps in till seven. And she was always a, like, get up at six, and I would have to be there for her. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, and, you know, she's a little bit older, so we live in a very safe neighborhood, and we've got dogs in the house, so I can get up at, and, you know, I run a crazy hour. I run between 5.30 and 6.30. But, uh, um, you know, I can run and come home and make her breakfast and have everything set up and ready to go and then go wake her up at 7 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that has allowed me to run um, outside, you know, with my friend <laughs> early in the morning, which has been really terrific. Before I had, I had a treadmill in the basement, I would run on the treadmill in the mornings. And we do runs here at lunch um, at Runner's World pretty frequently. Um, but it's not my first choice because, you know, you're always against the clock and, um, you know, it, it's, it, you know how it is. Like, yeah. it's better to just get it done first thing in the morning. Yeah. Otherwise, speed bump can rise up, rise up to meet you and you're like, don't, that lunch run is not going to happen today. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you can only go, you know, a certain amount of time and mm-hmm. you got to get back. Mm-hmm. And you got to smell kind of good in the afternoon, too. Yeah, yeah. We do have showers here. Nice. Nice. <laughs> So, well, you didn't run Boston this year after how many times of doing that race? I have I have been in Boston Marathon 11 years, but not consecutively, and mm-hmm. I did not have a qualifier. So what happened with that was uh, I was like, I was all like, I'm cool with this. I'm cool with this. I've run Boston 11 times. I don't need to do it again. I don't have a qualifier. And people kept saying, oh, are you going to be in Boston? I'm like, no. Are you going to be in Boston? <laughs> no, I don't have a qualifier. <laughs> I started feeling sorry for myself. <laughs> and I did this really great thing. I'm so proud of myself. Um, I had been, so my friend and I had been running a lot. You know, we'd been running, you know, six and seven days a week, and we'd been doing 14 milers every Saturday, and it's a hilly 14 miler. Uh, so about a month out, again, a running club. Running club was going up to Providence, Rhode Island Marathon, and, uh, you know, I knew they were going, and my friend Jody in that club, she's like, you, you should come, you should come. I'm like, oh, I don't know. I'm a, you know, I'm like, well, better do one 20-miler just to make sure I can finish a marathon. <laughs> and it went really well. And then, uh, so anyway, I went to the race day. I had a great race day, and I ran negative splits, and I qualified for Boston 2016. Oh, my Yay. gosh. Oh, oh, sweet. <laughs> oh, we just have to hate you just a little bit, Dish. <laughs> you little squeaker, are you right? Yeah, well, how much it, did it, 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 it pays to get older. <laughs> but it is, qualifying is, it a, is it a squeaker race? How much did you qualify by? I, it's not even a squeaker time. I did really well. <gasps> oh, <laughs> oh, come on. Then yeah. you got to cough it up. Cough it up. Come on. The time? Yeah, um, of course. So I, I because I'm uh, my age group, I needed a four-hour marathon. I ran 349.55. Oh, my gosh. Oh, so you even wow. get to register early because the, they let the people who are 10 minutes ahead of their time register before the rest of us, you know, who just squeaked Weepers. in. Yeah. 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 Oh, my That's God. A, it's, it's a world record for me. <laughs> <laughs> Is it? Is it a PR for you or no? It's not. It's not a PR, but it's the first time I've I've ever been ten minutes plus under my needed BQ. Nice. So, you know so what I mean? do you attribute that to your fourteen miles of um, of hilly runs? You know, or a fourteen hilly run? You know what I'm saying? Or do you? Yeah, I know you what know, you're saying. How the, the heck did I do that? <laughs> well, I have mental stress. Maybe the mental load is a lot lighter now. You know, with a little distance from the divorce, and you've got a new kind of pattern and routine in your life. I mean, how did, how did you do that? Because you didn't really train for it. So absolutely, the mental um, stress is a huge part of it. And I'll tell you why that really, uh, what brought that home to me was, I, so my friend and I 
again, we've we've done all the same training. I mean, you know, like a little bit here and there that have been different, but not really much. I mean, we did every run together pretty much. And um, she didn't have a great day on, at the marathon. She came up with me, and and uh, and you know, you guys know, was she's faster than me, and she didn't she didn't have her best day. I mean, she still had a ran a great time, but it wasn't her best day. And what she's going through this um, spring is that her daughter was applying to college, mm. and uh, and you know, making all those hard decisions. Uh, and she's just got a lot on her mental game. It's not bad stuff. It's good stuff, but it's still, you know, it's a lot to deal with. Absolutely. Um, yeah, and so I think, you know, my load was a little bit lighter and hers was a little bit heavier. Um, sure. then, you know, the other thing is, you know, I say I, I, I didn't train, but, you know, I ran New York City Marathon in November, and I've run a lot of marathons. I'm up to 49, I think. Okay. And, and very consistently, I've done one or two a year in the past 10, or 10 to 12 years. So I have a really good bit. I mean, I'm just basically fit to begin with. And sure. I don't oh, yeah. do peaks and valleys. You know, I don't – I never drop down below even 30 miles a week. And, but I also don't ever go super high. So I'm pretty much at a consistent level all the time. Yeah. Uh, and that just, that works for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're following in your, I mean, your mom is also, a, she's still running, isn't she? <laughs> My mom took up running when she was in her 60s. Wow. And uh, she's um, 87 now. And this summer, uh, my mom and my sister, who's 65, and I are all going to run um, in the Senior Olympics. Oh, that's so <laughs> awesome. Oh, tell us about that. Uh, we're running a 5K. Um, it's in July uh, in Minneapolis. Every, the Senior Olympics are every two years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's actually just was a dream of my mom's to have all her kids come oh. to the Olympics with her. And my mother is super competitive. So she like, she's 87, right? She's like, you know, she eyes all these, these youngsters who are aging up and just going to be 85 this year. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> she's going to pull a little tiny heart all their names. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. And is the 5K, is that on the track or is it on the road? I think it's on the road. Oh, look, you don't even know. That's how seriously you're taking it. <laughs> I, I did buy, I did enter and I did buy my plane tickets. So I'm oh, going. Okay. Oh, my gosh. I got some time. Well, if that. you're not going to write about that on Zelle, we want you to write about it. Zelle, which is the new Runner's World women's site. We want you to write about it for us. My gosh, that's right. so exciting. <laughs> yeah. Three, my mom at the Senior Olympics. My mom and I at the Senior Olympics. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just make I sure she has a cap. Go ahead, Chris. What were you going to say? I'm sorry. I have a brother, too, but he can't make it. Oh, so. oh okay. Yeah. A girl's right. weekend. A girl's yeah. weekend. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So, so as Dimity said, you uh, have been at Runner's World for a while. What are some of the best tips you've picked up while working there? Some of the best tips? Yeah, like running tips, nutrition tips, hydration tips, race tips. Yeah. Um. Like, was there one thing, sometimes when I know when I've been, you know, I'll be interviewing somebody back in my freelance days and I'd be like, let's, you know, give some advice or give some anecdote. And I'm like, oh, that's brilliant. Oh my gosh. Never thought of that. So have, have you had any kind of aha epiphanies? <laughs> Not like to the- put you on the spot or anything. She's the one that gets to like take all of our brilliance and, you yeah. know, actually make it readable and, <laughs> and presentable to everybody. So. Okay. I have one. Okay. okay. And I, and I, okay. I learned this from an ultra runner. It starts slow and back off. <laughs> ah. Is that what you is that what you, is that what you did when you negative split at uh at Providence? <laughs> 
no. (laughs) (laughs) Liar, liar. (laughs) But I I did start slow. I did start slow. To the point, of course, obviously, is, um, is, you know, especially uh, people who are either beginning or coming back to it after a long layoff. And I think it's actually worse for people who've, who've been um, running a, a long time, you know, ran really fast. So, again, I've, you know, I just had dinner with this friend last night. He, he used to be a three-hour marathoner. Like, he was on pace for a 250 marathon. And he was he laid off for a long time, and now he's trying to run again. And he keeps hurting himself because in his head, he's still a 250 marathoner, mm. right? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and when you don't run for <laughs> – 10 or 20 years, you're no longer a 250 marathoner. Even um, if you do run for 10 or 20 years, you're probably still not a 250 marathoner. Right. Yeah, exactly. You know, you, and you have to, you really, so, I mean, I'm such a big believer in starting slow. Uh, and, and I, and, you know, I really did, I mean, so I said I didn't do it in province. I did do it, actually. I started slow. And then I was like, you know, this is feeling, even though it's a, a pace I know I can make, I've done a lot of long runs at this pace, but to back off a little bit, it feels a little, you know, a little too early to be mm-hmm. going hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think if, it, you know, it, it never hurts to go slow. Yeah. yeah <laughs> it's absolutely. just not risky. Mm-hmm. And going all- too fast is. Yeah. For sure. Are there any are there any trends on your radar? I mean, I was I'm wondering like is the skirt here to stay? Is um you know is Kara Goucher gonna head to the Olympics? Like what what kind of you know gossip can you give us? Oh boy, um yeah, I think Kara Goucher just had a knee operation. Uh-huh. Um, I know she all the really, top really all the top to runners go. just had you know uh, surgery on their joints. That's what I, that's what I've heard at least. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I think it'll be interesting to see how things go through the trials, and then there might be some um, up-and-comers who uh, who surprise us. And I know there's some people on, on like bubbling up in their early 20s, but I don't know their names. I'm sorry. You know, I don't really follow. I work at Runners World, but I don't follow the elite scene as much as um, I, you know. I'm, I'm much more of a participant and somebody yeah. who who runs rather than somebody who watches running. Yeah, yeah. You know, you mentioning skirts, Dimity. I have to say that. Um, Within the past couple of weeks, I've been like, huh, I don't feel that skirts are, you know, as um, popular as they used to be. I sort of feel there's a, a shift going back to shorts. I, I feel that, too. And, mm. and, and a lot of um, I see a lot of compression shorts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, and, and like not super short ones, you know, like ones that come to your knees. Mm-hmm. That's actually my favorite right now. Mm-hmm. And do you wear the compression socks with it so you sort of look like a colonial <laughs> ready to fight the British? <laughs> <laughs> No, but I know a lot of the triathletes do. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's just, that's just the look I can't get behind. Um, <laughs> I have to have some skin showing between my compression and my pants. <laughs> Otherwise, you just get like sausage knees, right? Like, hi, hi, knees. Compression suit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Compression suit. Oh my god. So, well, so well. Other than the senior Olympics, what else do you have on your running calendar? <laughs> Um, my sister is, so my sister started running marathons after me, and she started doing the 50 states, oh. a, marath- a marathon in each of the states, mm-hmm. and she will do her 50th at Twin Cities oh. in October, wow. which will be my, so it's her 50th state and my 50th marathon. Oh, that's so awesome. Uh, I love fun. the symmetry yeah. there. Yeah, that's awesome. 
Yeah, so I'm going to do that with her, and then uh, I'm signed up for New York City Marathon um, in November. Oh, great. Uh, which I'm really excited about. I, I, I just I love New York. It's such a fantastic marathon. Wow, and that's only four weeks. the excitement. That's only four weeks after Twin Cities. Yeah, I know. <laughs> There's that. Yeah. <laughs> There's that. You might want to put on some compression socks between now and then. Between yeah. that, yeah. you know. Yeah, between, between October fourth and, uh... and November first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was trying not to think about that too much. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, Twin Cities is such a great marathon. Have you ever run that one before? No, I haven't. Oh, it's so beautiful, and the crowd support's so wonderful and so friendly. And my goodness, because I mean, the reason I ran Twin Cities was because we went to. Um, St. Paul to have a party in 2012, I guess it was. And I just was like, oh, I love running here. It's so pretty. I can't wait to come back here and run again. And I'm like, I'll run 26.2 miles here. <laughs> so it's it's really awesome. And um, you're going to have a great time. And I love the symmetry of you and your sister culminating the 50s. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. It's fun. So how many then, um, it's interesting that you will run 50 marathons, but you have not been as you know pointed in your choice of them i mean how many have you ever tallied up how many states you have run marathons in? oh yeah mm-hmm. oh yeah i don't have i don't have many states at all because i've done way too many repeats i think i have like 16 maybe oh good that's so funny because i've so, i've you know tallied up how many and i'm like oh i've run way too many california and oregon marathons yeah yeah i, I have i have a couple of states that i've just yeah. got i mean first off massachusetts for boston like, sure. you know 11 times well that's a big waste right <laughs> <laughs> New York probably comes in a close second there, maybe. Yeah, exactly. Six uh-huh. times. Yeah. yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, good. Yeah. We'll go represent in Minnesota. It's an awesome, you know, uh, being the uh, that's my home state, and I love it. I love it, and the people there are just awesome. And mm-hmm. yeah, you're gonna have a great time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm really. I'm, and I'm, you just go there twice. I mean, that's the cool news. I know. That in the summertime I know. Actually, there really, is really fun too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. I'm really excited about it. Actually, I think it's gonna be great fun. Good. 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 Well, awesome, Tish. Well, thank you so much for joining us, um, for taking time out of your uh, editorial schedule to join us. We always love having you. And no mice were killed for this podcast, <laughs> nope. um, which makes me very happy. Or, or dressed in little clothes and made to stand still for a really long time. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Awesome. All right. Well, uh, well, have a good rest of your day, and, um, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Tish. Thank you so much for having me. I love speaking with you guys. This I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bear, man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. I've been to Reno, Chicago. Good old Tish. I love it. Wow, is so, it's so much fun talking to Tish. Yeah. I know. I know. I love, and I just love that she's like, yeah, I've done 49 marathons and um, I ran, a, I mean, 349. Holy oh, cow. Oh, I know. And then she just banged it out. <laughs> I know. Like, and I just say it about 30 yeah. miles a week, no matter what. Yeah. <laughs> Can we also mention that yeah. she is about, you know, the size of one of our legs? She, she's a, she's oh, yeah. a ton, I mean, you know, she, she, I was going to say she's my pinky. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, she's our pocket pal. Yeah. yeah, she's our pocket pal. We have to put up that picture from our from the New Jersey thing because that um that definitely highlights the difference, the physical yes. difference between um the two of us and her. Yes, yes. Oh my goodness. Well, great. Well, um, if you want to find more of us, we are on Facebook at Run Like a Mother the Book. We would love it if you'd like that page. Our websites, which we would appreciate if you'd visit, are anothermotherrunner.com and motherrunnerstore.com. On Twitter and Instagram, please follow us at the Mother Runner. Our books are Run Like a Mother, Train Like a Mother, and Tales from Another Mother Runner, where you can find Tish's essay, the complete version. Uh, Those are available on Amazon, as well as your independent booksellers. 
And um, no matter what state you're running in, many happy miles to you.